believe we are live. So hi, everyone. Good evening. Um, thank you so much for joining Be The Change, as always, for another roundtable talk tonight. Um, tonight, our roundtable talk is about going back to college um, and what that brings for people, um, or if it's your first time um, going to college ever and how difficult that could be sometimes. Um, so I am joined today by my two lovely CHWs, T and Margaret. Um, as you know. And then we are also joined today by our very, very special guest, <laughs> Jordan Smith. Um, he's a motivational speaker, um, and I will uh, pass it over to him just to in introduce himself and say a little bit about himself before we get started. So thank you, Jordan, for being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. And uh, like you said, I am a motivational speaker, uh, and I'm also a podcast host of the Daily Dimensions podcast, which is centered around mental health and wellness. Uh, I am based out of Bridgeport, and anywhere I can, you know, chime in, make an impact, be able to speak life into people and help make a difference, so I'm willing and open to do it. So I'm honored to be here today, and I'm looking forward to this conversation we're going to have. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, so we are going to be touching on a few topics today um, for going back to school, and one of the topics that we wanted to talk about is being away from home for the first time and how that can be for people. College is a brand new experience for students. Um, it is this brand new kind of un unbound freedom in some ways, um, but that freedom can be overwhelming sometimes. A lot of students do get homesick and don't know how to really handle those emotions from being homesick or, you know, being away from their families or their home environment for the first time. Do you have any words of advice for these students or can you speak to this type of experience at all? Oh, absolutely. Um, my experience, so for my undergrad, I went to Western Connecticut State University in Danbury. And it was far enough from home for me that it was like, I'm away, I'm on my own, I'm doing my thing. And when I went to move in, there was a hurricane coming that week. And they were like, you can either stay here or you can go back home. And me being who I was, I wanted to go back home. <laughs> you know, I was that kind of person where it was like, I didn't want to be in this pond and I don't know anybody and it was different. But um, as I was able to come back on the campus the next week, just getting involved with different organizations goes a long way towards getting comfortable at the university that you're in, being comfortable at the institution that you're in. Because if you're not involved, you're going to be that person that's by yourself. You're going to find yourself isolating. You're going to find yourself wondering, where are my friends? What am I doing? What, what can I do? So if you're looking to work past that homesick feeling, the best thing you can do is get involved with something, whether it's a cultural organization or a volunteer organization, or you're playing a sport or working on campus even, um, the best thing you could do is get involved in something. And definitely try not to go home too soon. <laughs> There's a lot of people that get to college in the first weekend, they're going home immediately. I gotta go see mom, I gotta go do some laundry. like. Try and give it at least a month before you go home, at least a month. Call home often, definitely. Keep in touch. You need your family. That's your support system. And you go through some difficult times in college when you're up there by yourself. So being connected at home, you definitely need that. But try not to just 
rush home that first weekend. Try try and tough it out at least a month. That's one of the first things I would say. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I feel like, yeah, I, I had a similar experience at college. I went to Wesleyan and um, I noticed a lot of people were going home that first weekend and like taking their laundry with them and stuff. And I was like, what? Like, I wish I could do that, but I'm from New York and it was in Connecticut. So I couldn't, you know, so I feel like I definitely relied on, like you said, trying to put yourself out there, you know, in student organizations and stuff. And a lot of them are based, you know, like off of background and culture and stuff. So you can find a home away from home almost, I feel like, you know, um, depending on, you know, how those how those clubs make you feel and what you like to do. Um, and then also, you know, there's always resources on campus to help you, you know, if you do feel like being homesick is so overwhelming and, and you don't have someone to talk to, you know, there are counselors usually um, that you can probably find at like the student center or um, get help from there so they can point you in the right direction. Um, so yeah, th thank you for that. Um, let's see, um, something else that we wanted to kind of touch on a little bit is um, campus safety. Um, obviously, college can bring <laughs> one of the best times of your lives, you know, and there's so many new things at your disposal. Um, again, that can be overwhelming. A lot of schools have big party culture. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, you don't have to participate in it, but it's kind of hard to stay away, I, I find for some people. Um, could you maybe speak to, you know, some of the dangers that can come with, you know, partying and, and trying different things for the first time, such as, you know, alcohol or drugs? And um, what was that like? And and any advice, you know, for students for <laughs> how, to, how to help, <laughs> you know, if, if people do start experimenting with those types of things? Well, I'll be honest, because I know we can be transparent here. I was definitely some people. <laughs> um, I found that was definitely the first time I was introduced to alcohol. Um, and it was the first time I witnessed hard drugs being done in front of me. Mm -hmm. And it's something that a lot of people like they talk about it, like, you know, don't do drugs, don't do this, don't do that. But they don't really prepare you for like not just not doing it, but being in a space where everyone else around you is doing it and you have to witness this. And it's like, oh my God, like, is that what I think it is? Like, I've only seen that on TV <laughs> or I've only seen that in a movie. And it's like, dang, it's real now. So um, you definitely have to tap in with who you already know yourself to be. If you come into the situation and you're trying to use college as much as you, it is a time to find yourself. But if you come in there just trying to experiment with everything, and you just want to have fun with everything, and you just want to try everything, you can put yourself in a lot of danger. Um, I've witnessed firsthand students who freshman year, they started to experiment with drugs, started to experiment with alcohol, and things didn't necessarily go the way they planned. You know, something may have been bad, and it affected their brain chemistry. Some people get addicted and never bounce back from it. You find yourself falling out of school. You start borrowing money from people. You can never pay them back. Family relationships get ruined. And it's not worth the price you have to pay for it. The little bit of fun that it gives you extra that night, 
is not worth the price you pay where it affects your grades, it affects your family, it affects your finances. Um, even something as small, and I wouldn't say small, but it's more accepted now as weed, is an expensive habit. <laughs> and even as much as people may be like, you know, it's okay, it's cool now, it's an expensive habit. And if you're someone who is already a college student who may not have the greatest amount of finances, you're going to find yourself in a position where you're doing things to get high that you necessarily wouldn't normally be doing, or you may not be proud of doing. And so when it comes to just drugs on campus, it's going to be around you. It's something that's hard to not see. It's, it's hard to not witness, but you have to understand that those things aren't worth the trouble that comes with it. Um, and it puts you in a compromising situation. And then as far as, you know, even things like sexual abuse on campus or sexual harassment on campus, these things happen far too often and get swept under the rug by a lot of institutions. There's a lot of investigations that happen, but like there's, you don't get to hear the results of the investigation. There are students who get kicked out of school. Uh, lose their, their livelihood, you can't transfer to another university. Um, and there are men and women who are, are deeply impacted by this. Um, so if you're ever in a situation where you feel unsafe or unsupported, there are resources around you, whether it's the campus police, whether it's administration, whether it's the social workers on campus, whether it's health services on campus, there's someone there who is willing and open to support you. So if you're ever dealing with a situation where you feel unsafe, unloved, you feel abused, scared, traumatized in any way, shape or form, or you feel pressured, um, definitely tap into those resources because that's what they're there for. And in most universities, your tuition is paying for that. So you might as well connect with it because it's, it, it may be the thing that saves you and, and helps you get through college and, and keeps you safe ultimately. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I could, I could, that was such great information. And I feel like I wish someone kind of had that talk with me beforehand because it's true, like, you know, going to school for the first time, I feel like I also experienced like just hard drugs, like, you know, for the first time and being done in front of me. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy, you know, but a lot of also like, you know, hospital transports for people <clears throat> get alcohol poisoning, you know, like on the first night, just from being, you know, so overwhelmed at everything, like it, it is a lot, but I would say if you are going to do that, you know, please do it responsibly, like do your best to do it responsibly, yeah. you know, it's important, like you said, to really know yourself and know your limits and kind of stay true to yourself like try to keep that in your head and if you do decide to drink and you know smoke weed or do whatever it is you know always stay hydrated and, and well fed like stay with a trusted friend at all times and you know don't accept things from strangers or you know people that you don't know or you didn't see how it was made or something like that drink mm -hmm. you know so just and on top of that also always plan you know how you're getting home ahead of time because a lot of the times like that substance use and sexual assault or something it is tied together and people do take advantage of that so um and 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 like reach out to um 
your trusted family and friends and their resources on campus, like you said, Jordan. Margaret, do you want to say something? Yeah, thank you, um, Adriana and Jordan. Um, what I wanted to add to this is that the resources on campus is available, you know, for us to use. And one thing I regret not doing on campus is not using any of the resources. You know, I always thought, oh, it's going to be like a bother. You know, I, I am the type that thinks so much through things, you know, before I do it. So I always thought it wasn't, you know, really necessary. Even the health insurance on campus. You know, I, I always thought, ah, oh, let me not bother, you know, but I realized that it was so important and every resource, every, um, you know, students engagement resource on campus is needed for us and students should take advantage of it. You know, whatever you're going through, there is a resource for you. So let's utilize that very well. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for that, Margaret. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like I really did not take advantage of all the resources that are on campus. And even just having like that extra person to talk to, like as a counselor, is just so helpful because, you know, they, they have, if they haven't experienced it, they've experienced students who have experienced it, you know, so there are a lot of other students who have probably been through similar things or, you know, are feeling the same way as you, and they know how to help, you know, so definitely, I would say if, if you don't really know where to start, um, go to the help services on, on your campus and, you know, see what they offer, or even just the the main like university center student center um there will be someone there that can help you you know and point you to those to that the right direction so yeah thank thank you for for speaking about that um one of the last topics that uh, we wanted to touch on that we kind of did is managing finances in college for the first time um a lot of the times you know again it is um being away uh, for home for the first time. So again, it brings more fun and freedom, but a lot more responsibilities that you probably didn't know about, <laughs> such as money management. Um, I feel like I definitely struggled with that. But <laughs> um, I'm thankful for, you know, having a student uh, job on campus. Um, but on top of that, you know, like what kind of tips or any um, money management tips do you have, you know, for first-time students, or what was your experience like um, just trying to save money while you were at college? Oh, man, uh, college <laughs> was an experience. <laughs> I was broke in college, man, <laughs> and it was, um, it was a great experience. It was a learning experience, and it was humbling all at the same time. Um, my first job I ever had was in college, and it was working in the admissions office. And the best thing about it is that, you know, when you're working for a state university, they don't take taxes out of those checks. So if you find yourself fortunate enough to find a campus job at a state university, understand that it is a blessing because when you get in the real world and they're taking taxes out, it's painful. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely take advantage of those situations. Um, if you have work study, I extremely like I urge you to take advantage of getting a campus job mm -hmm. uh, because there are students like myself who didn't have work study. So I had to just be that much better than the work study student, because from a financial standpoint, it's more affordable for the university to do it through a work study student versus coming out of their own money to pay a student. So if you have work study, 
take advantage of it. And um, I found myself at one point, I had three jobs at the same time in college doing a lot of different things. <laughs> like I had one job in a bookstore. I worked at the front desk and I was a locksmith all at the same time for the university. <laughs> so you you can find there's a job if you can if you really want a job and you really want to get paid, you can find it. But then once you start getting into money, especially untaxed money, don't go and blow it all, spending it on McDonald's. Don't go spending it all on alcohol or drugs if that's what you're into. Don't drive everywhere and now you're throwing 30, 40, 50 dollars in your gas tank every week. Like try to be as smart as you can with this money. And one of the biggest things I can encourage everyone to do is if you live on campus and you have a kitchen in your dorm, learn how to cook. <laughs> please learn how to cook. <laughs> it's a skill, especially at this event, please like learn how to cook <laughs> because you don't want to be buying food all the time. You know, a lot of universities, their meal plans aren't sufficient enough unless you pay for the highest meal plan. So there are a lot of people, a lot of students like myself, you live with food insecurity. So if you don't have your finances in order and you're running through your meal plan, you're going to look up and be like, dang, I got a month and a half left of school and I don't have no food, <laughs> you know, right. but what am I about to do right now? Um, mm -hmm. There was even uh, a couple years back, this player by the name of Shabazz Napier at UConn, and he ended up going to the NBA, was saying that he was hungry and he would go to bed hungry at night. And here he is a student at a D1 university playing in a national championship game, but he goes to bed hungry. So these things are very real um, and these are very real experiences. So the best thing that you could do is take advantage of a campus job and be able to manage your finances uh, appropriately. And one thing that I learned that um, wasn't really taught to me, but you find out kind of just by being around is that, you know, when I was going into school, they didn't tell me that RAs get free housing and free free meal plans. They don't tell you that until you get there. And then it's like, oh, dang, I, I should probably do this. But then another thing that they didn't tell me was that if you're a part of the student government, at least from my university, you get paid to be a part of the student government. And if you're fortunate enough to be the president of the student government, you don't pay tuition. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, well, you find my friend, we, we went to high school together and we were at the same university and he found himself fortunate enough to be student government president and he was an RA. So for a point in time, he was going to school absolutely free. And if you can find a way to take advantage of what they're offering you and make this system work for you instead of just being a number on their uh enrollment list, you know, and make this really work for you. There are a lot of opportunities to make money, but there are also a lot of opportunities to save money as well. So you just got to be smart with your finances and please don't blow it all on, on drugs and alcohol and <laughs> McDonald's at 2 a.m. Please don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of McDonald's at 2 a.m. trips. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, thank you so much for touching on that and especially the importance of campus jobs because I feel like a lot of people um don't like don't even know that going into a college that there are jobs on campus that you can have but you kind of got to be on top of it like you have to you know like apply for it early you know because there are a lot of other students and work study students you know trying to get those jobs um I had a similar experience like working three jobs at the same time like I was working at financial aid. I was like tutoring. I was working like the front desk um, at the library. Like it was a lot. <laughs> and then there's also the aspect of some 
students have to still support their families back home, which is like a whole other thing on top of having to like um, support yourself for the first time, you know? So yeah, like do what you can in, in terms of, you know, finding those jobs and those special jobs like RAs, because I remember that was the hot commodity, you know? <laughs> it was very competitive because you, at least at my school, like they gave you a lot of higher paychecks and um yeah your meal plan was paid for and like I just remember so many RAs like always getting like new things and being like that RA money <laughs> and I'm like wow like I wish I knew about that <laughs> um yeah T what's up yeah I just wanted to um remind people too like for your books like make sure you're getting used books like you don't need brand new books you know, borrow from friends. There's websites like Chegg and Amazon that you can go on um, to get your books. Um, there's a lot of websites that you can sign up for and use your student um, ID and they give you discounts. I know I utilize all of that. I didn't go away for college, but um, I was still working part-time. And like you said, I, you know, I had a family at home. So um, yeah, utilize all those things because right. you know a little bit goes a long way mm -hmm. for sure absolutely yeah. and another thing too with those books it's like there's sometimes if you go to the library and the library is your best friend sometimes the professor will put the book on reserve at the library like mm -hmm. three four copies and you can just go get it at the library for free <laughs> so that that's another thing that you know you don't find out until sometimes it's too late and it's like dang I could have got it yeah, I definitely use those those library reserve books, especially for, you know, my science classes, because they're such large texts, like they're like $200, $300, and in reality, you're not going to use them, you know, past that class. Um, and yeah, thanks, T, for those, like, really good tips. Another thing is, like, just budget, like, budget where you can, you know, like, if you are someone that feels like, you know, you're not a good planner, um, just try to, you know, start budgeting because there's a lot of online tools and apps that also like just do it for you. And you just kind of put in your income and where you feel like, you know, you spend the money and it'll show you what you're spending the most on and how to like cut back on things. Um, yeah, take advantage of your student status discounts everywhere. Um, you just kind of have to ask, you know, and if and if the worst thing they'll say is no, we don't have a student discount, you know, like you have to pay full price, but like so many like movie theaters, like museums, like they have that discount for a reason. Um, the other thing I feel like we should touch on quickly is credit cards, <laughs> because I definitely got <laughs> caught up and I thought, you know, going away to college for the first time, like I should have a credit card in case of an emergency then emergencies started happening every day, you know? So like, I, I just started like, well, you know, like some clothes, like I feel like I need this and this. And, you know, your parents aren't there to like discipline you in that way or, you know, whoever like raised you. So it's just hard, but I would say, you know, it's important to start building your credit, you know? So it's understandable to, you know, have that first credit card, but do really try to use it for emergencies only, you know, because um, the credit card companies, like they're counting on you to not be able to 
pay back that money that you spent, you know, for the first time. And then once those interest rates kick in, then it's going to be like a never ending hole, you know, so do your best to budget and, and, and be wary of credit cards. And if you, if you have one, just use it wisely. <laughs> yes. One thing too, real quick before we switch it is um, that I forgot to say earlier is refund checks. So if you are fortunate enough to get a refund check, understand that it is, it's a blessing and a curse. So you're going to have to pay that money back. Eventually I was someone who did not know that when I got, <laughs> and for a lot of students who come into college, if you get a refund check, it's sometimes often the most money you've ever had at one time in your life at a very young age. And if you weren't taught how to manage it well, same way with a credit card, like you you have access to money instantly at a young age if you're not taught how to manage it well you can blow it all really really fast and have to pay it all back at a future date so one thing you can do is if you see that you're going to get a refund check i mean most people won't choose to do this but you can tell the financial aid office hey i don't want this money <laughs> you know don't give me this money <laughs> i don't want to be responsible and have to pay back this money right that's probably the best course of action but most of us who you know like myself will choose to take it um, try and be smart with it. You know, if you're someone with an entrepreneurial mindset and you may want to use it to fund something that you do, or you may want to use it to get your first car, or you may want to use it to pay off your credit card debt or whatever it may be, try to be smart with it. Don't do what I did and go buy like three pairs of Jordans. <laughs> so try to be smart with your refund check. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's such a great point. Well, awesome. Well, I, I, that was uh, the majority of the topics that we really wanted to talk about today. I guess to end, do you have any like final words, final advice, or, you know, just something that you want people to really take away from this conversation today, you know, before continuing um, that transition to college? Yes, yes. Um, so one thing I want people to take away is that college is almost like it's the entirety of your life packed into five years, four to five years or however long it takes you to finish. You're going to deal with financial situations. You're going to deal with family. You're going to deal with trying to figure out your future. You're going to deal with loss, grief, all types of things are going to happen in college. And at some point you're going to feel overwhelmed. And when you start to feel this overwhelming feeling and start to feel like, man, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just here figuring it out. That is at the point where I need everyone to reach out for help, whether it's just reaching out to your family, whether it's reaching out for professional help or just a really close friend. Too many people find themselves in college feeling like they're by themselves. And I was one of those people. I would not call my mom for anything. I wouldn't ask for any help because I didn't want to be a, a burden to my mother. You know, I didn't want to be another, even though I know she would help me. My mother already did so much and I didn't want to be another thing on the list of things she had to attend to. So uh, don't be like that. You know, if you need help, reach out for it. If you're struggling, it's OK to struggle. It's OK to be sad. It's OK to be frustrated. But at the end of the day, there are people around you, whether it's your friends, family or people who dedicate their livelihood to helping you through your situation that you you have to access and resources around you that you have to take advantage of so if you ever feel just not yourself you know that's what i urge people please reach out please contact somebody uh we don't want any more people 
dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. There are a lot of people in college who commit suicide. And it's it's something that we want to stay ahead of. We want to curb. We want to bring those numbers down. So if you ever feel like you need help or you're just overwhelmed, reach out to somebody and be the change is one of those places where you can start. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. I I couldn't have said it better, honestly. Yeah, just it's a crazy time and there are so many changes going on in your life and you are bound to feel at some point, you know, different stressed, like depressed almost like it's it's common and you're not alone there's so many other college students like your roommate even that are going through the same thing so please please do like reach out to people like Jordan also like be the change you know we're here to help you and you know listen to you and be a resource for you and you know put you in contact with the right people so thank you so much. I feel like this is a great conversation. <laughs> um, and again, you know, if if anyone watching has any questions or comments um, or needs help, please, please just uh, reach out to us. Um, you can direct message us on Facebook, on our Instagram. Um, I'll put our contact information in the description. Um, but yeah, we're, we're here to help. Um, and thank you again for taking the time out of your evening, Jordan, and for everyone's evening who's watching, um, <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> we have long days. <laughs> so thank you for joining, and um, we will see everyone for the next Roundtable Talk. <laughs>